0: Hello, beautiful people. This is www.flashblackradio.com. I am DaVinci Parks, aka Lee Bennett Third, and this, again, is Flashback Radio, and I'm doing another installment on the I Am series on Culture Shock, and today I have what I think is a very special treat. Um, essentially, I'm going to do a brief lead-in, but I'm not going to put too much on it. Uh, so, you know how you got that person that you know that you just, like, tend to just run it to, just like, like oh, you here? Like, oh, word. Like, hey, what's up? Oh, 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 I see you? Like, yeah. So, like, uh, the person I'm interviewing today, um, I used to bump it to, like, all the time. Like, you know, like, doing, like, different, like, concerts and venues and spots in the D.C. nightlife many moons ago when we were much younger people. Uh, and always was just, like, a cool person. And over time, I just noticed, like, wait a minute, is that so-and-so? And it's just like seeing like, okay, oh, whoa, whoa, is that so-and-so? And then after a while, like, okay, so she just, she just doing that thing. So um, without being any more vague than I just was, I have with me Miss Victoria Ford, who is the curator and photographer extraordinaire of sneak shot photography. If you're not familiar with sneakshot photography, buckle in because you're about to learn. But this is about, you know, black art, black artistry, um, how it's adjacent to like, Dope music and of course, like you know, two like young black folk who love art and cool shit, just connecting, like back in the day and now. So, without any further ado, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I'm bringing on <laughs> Miss Victoria Ford. What's good, Vic? How are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, so you know, like the first thing I'm thinking of is like uh, back in the days, it was not Victoria. It was it was it was Gravity. That that's. Uh. Yeah, yeah. That that's, you know, that's how I know you. That that's that's Yeah. You
1: know, I try I I tried to uh, actually get rid of that moniker and it won't leave.
2: It well,
0: won't look at here. Like I don't I have no problem calling you Victoria, and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? I, both both names are fine for me. You know what I'm saying? If that's what you prefer, that's what we go with. If you want, you know, man wants to be called Muhammad, I call him Muhammad. You know.
1: Thank you cuz uh, <laughs> cuz gravity 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 508 is my my
0: cash. <laughs> no doubt. Okay, so um, as I alluded to before, man, you you you've been you've been doing photography for a while, and um, I, I don't know exactly when it started for you, and we're gonna get into that. But I I guess the first thing I'm gonna do because we're gonna take a little bit of a journey, we're gonna start, and then we're gonna go back, and then we'll come back to like the present. Okay. Um, so. The first question I have for you is like if you had to pick like one genre of music, right, that you can only live with, like live, breathe, play, you know, feed yourself with for like the next year, what would that be and why?
1: Oh, well, I've kind of been living that now. I've, I've got stuck in the New Jack Swing R&B vein, oddly enough. Okay. And mainly because I guess. That was my favorite music uh, as a youth. So as like a teenager, you know, I love the I'll Be Show and the guy and, and Teddy Riley and all that, all that. So being that we are in this Ponderosa, a.k.a. the pandemic. um I gravitated back to that for, you know, comfort. So that became my comfort. So I know that's probably not the answer that you were looking for. I was that's not an expecting
0: answer. it. It's everything I needed though. Like that <laughs> that did something for me. I was not I was I was I was certain you were gonna like hip hop every day, all day.
1: Well, oddly enough, that's I I kinda grew out of that. I kinda oh, we have much
0: I'm, more to discuss and see this problem when I'm, you don't I'm see still, people on a regular basis. I'm
1: still they change you. So. I'm still certain hip-hop, you know, I'm still there, I'm still there. Mm, We don't talk. We we all know that, you know, where was I at back when you used to always see me Mm -hmm. dag on a Root show.
2: Mm -hmm. I was at a
1: Root show. And that has not changed. Mm -hmm. That is the one consistent thing. So if the Roots, if we were not in this panini right now, (laughs) I call the pandemic everything and what it is.
0: I got it. If if we are
1: not in that and during this and the Roots were out and about you would still find me at a root show. It's okay. probably at a different location, but okay. at a root show.
0: Okay. Okay. So, right now, how does that love for new jack swing show up in your art? How does it how does it drive your art?
1: Well, it's a little different now since um most of my work has been in, you know, music and Concerts, So, and we haven't really had much of that, but there was a, there is a small local concert series that I do shoot usually twice a month called the, um, small wooden box. Mm-hmm. And the way I would say that my favorite genre of music play new jack swing plays into that is usually in my editing. So when I'm editing stuff from that, I usually listen to that, which kind of puts me in a mood, and it also it helps me see where I want to edit the pictures or if I even need to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It just puts me in a nice a nice space. So okay. as far as far as shooting, no.
0: And that that is that is another consideration uh, when when you're talking about uh, photography these days, because most people are, are are digital at this point. I would imagine you know um i think there's still a space for for traditional film you know
1: that's never going to leave right you just gotta find places
0: that allow you to do that i would imagine but yeah
1: no you can still find i I know a place if i was into film Mm -hmm. i could develop send it out it may not be the cheapest thing anymore but it's still an art form and a lot of photographers now are actually going back to that Mm -hmm. to kind of pick it up and learn and you know, because digital was easy. They want a challenge,
0: right? No, I mean that—that's. I mean, and I'm not trying to say I'm—I'm I'm some super nice photographer, but I think I had some potential in me. I just, you know, I just—I didn't stay with it. I didn't stay with it. <laughs> I stay with you- it but I plan on—I plan on getting into it. But I, I learned on like you know, like straight up Olympus, old school black and white, 35 millimeter camera, semi-automatic. You know what I'm saying, and you know, f stops and shutter speeds, all that good stuff. That was, that was, that was me. I was, I was, I really enjoyed it. But like, it's it, it, it's not cheap if you want to really like get into it.
1: Uh, you don't say. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, why didn't I pick up some another hobby like needlepoint? Needlepoint. It's five dollars. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so my my question was going to be for you because um, I I'm. My schooling um goes back to uh graphic design and things of that nature. Um I was very much a staunch Photoshop person for a very long time. Do I really need Lightroom if I'm a photographer? Or can I could I could I could I get by in Photoshop? Because I mean I'm I'm capable, I will say humbly with Photoshop. Do well, I really need Lightroom?
1: Okay. So <laughs> for me, if you know Photoshop, mm-hmm. then you can use Photoshop. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, I mean, they both serve a purpose. Now, for me, I dabbled a smidge, like a scotch in Photoshop, but I felt more comfortable in Lightroom. Mm-hmm. And then, like, there's other apps that, that you can use that aren't Adobe mm-hmm. that I know. There's one called, like, Art or something like that
2: mm-hmm.
1: um i feel that that's for the like the young kids they're mm. they gonna use that but you know more than a professional person or whatever uses lightroom
2: yeah okay I,
1: I so i was i would say it's a personal preference but if you can pick up photoshop you, lightroom is really easy too
0: okay I, i'm just looking at the cost man i don't like to just spend money like i got photoshop well, i'm saying like wait but
1: but but you know not to plug in Adobe, but mm-hmm. they have the photographer uh package where you could get Adobe Photoshop and Lightroom for like ten bucks a month. All
0: right. So that, that's all well and good. But see, like before they went to the subscription thing, I just paid for the CS6 on disc. And I know they be adding yeah. stuff, but yeah, I'm like, yo, if I, you know how to use it, I'm I, I can I can rock with this, yo. I I can rock yeah, I, can, I can get but... a lot of legs out of this.
1: Yeah, but you look how long you have had it. it is it mm-hmm. has served this purpose? It has served this purpose over years. Mm-hmm. You you mentioned out on you you could try it for thirty days. Okay, thirty days. If you don't okay. like it, then you can go. You know what? I don't want
0: this. And yeah, I mean for that, I mean so I so real talk. I, I'm I'm being somewhat tongue in cheek. Um, I do feel like. Adobe did change the game and not necessarily for the better with the subscription model things. I think there, if you want more than a couple Adobe products, which I would need because I do more than one thing, I, I I do like I have to mess with sound a little bit. Right. For podcasts, perhaps. Right. Um, I do do page layout. I do do like graphic design and stuff like that. So Illustrator, Photoshop, all that stuff. Once you get to a certain level, you have to just pay for they're, they're they're all and that's like fifty two and change a month. You know what I'm saying like I know I can write it off, but yeah,
1: I mean you can write it off. And if you but, got gigs, then you add that money.
0: Yeah, but gig. see, that's, I'm not I'm not gigging. I'm I'm doing this out of love right now. So like I, I got a straight up nine to five. So like to me it's like I don't know, but I, it's, well, it's it's really not, it's really like it's, it like I've been I've been accused in in certain scenarios that that didn't re- didn't require it of being frugal. People just like call me out for being frugal, you know, perhaps at a funeral. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, so <laughs> you know what I'm saying like I I I uh I, I sometimes
1: I, you gotta you gotta you gotta like, you gotta let, gotta open the hand up a little wa- bit. Let the wallet just let yeah. it breathe a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you you know what happens when you let it breathe and hmm. let it go, it comes back.
0: That's what they say. That's what they say.
1: Look, you're talking to a person who literally, literally. Just drop a good amount of money.
0: I know. We're gonna talk about that too. <laughs> All right, so uh I will say, like, you know, again, because back when we first we ran into I think the first place normally and I was thinking about this too. I can normally remember when I first met somebody. If if they've been if there's somebody that I, I like and I rock with, and you know, it's like I'm struggling I can't remember definitively, but I'm willing to gamble. <laughs> No, no, no! Listen, like I know that sound the way I worded it, I, I'm I'm relatively certain it was in a poetry venue. It
1: probably was, and
0: I I would I would venture to say it was probably like a mangoes. You know what and, I'm saying?
1: And it probably was. Yeah, yeah. You know, I used to roll with Donna Davis, who is still rolling around with me. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was going to say that. No, know that was the original. Like, that's that's I used to see you all together, like, frickin' frack. So, like, you know.
1: Yeah, because, you know, we were out in the streets mm-hmm. handing out flyers. So, we ended up at Mango's all the time. Because mm-hmm. when we were working with Eminate, you know, our core crowd was the people that were on U Street at that time. Mm-hmm. At public Garden, State of the Union, Mango's. All Bar
2: the nine,
1: Bar None.
0: Yeah. yeah the whole whole spang yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: take me back to a better time okay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah like i'm i'm relatively certain uh that it was it was and i think weirdly enough it might have been because of donna because i know donna like loosely knew my homegirl lynn and lynn and i mm-hmm. were always rolling together so it's kind of like when i was mm-hmm. like okay we're just just orbiting each other like two two uh you know, planetary bodies or whatever. It's like, hey, how are you? You and, know, and that's exactly how it.
1: That's exactly how
0: it happened. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like I know I would see you like like a black cat a lot. You know, what I'm saying we weren't bumping to each other there. Oh my gosh, Groove Gumbo because that's that used to be the the joint. So like I used to see you at Groove Gumbo. So um, over time, it's just like, hey, what's going on? So you, you you knew you were in the right place if you ran into Vic. You know, what I'm saying. You, you, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Because, no, nah, I'm saying, like, I, I'm not toot my own, own horn, but, like, we had a really good music scene that I don't think ever got the proper love. In terms of, like, you know, the local artistry, there are some who did, you know, go on to bigger and better things. But we had a really good music scene. You know, just at the time of, like, you know, like, a, like when you see, like, you know, affiliates, especially at that time, I think was really blossoming. Because, you know, like, Music Soul Child was doing his thing at that point. Jill was doing her thing. Uh, well, We we
1: we were we were around a little before that even started to pop. I up, like, know, <laughs> that's like what I'm majorly because that was around ninety nine mm-hmm. or ninety nine on, mm-hmm. and uh, the Philly explosion, or as they call it, the Neo Soul.
2: Mm, yeah,
1: the, uh, Soul Part Two, Extended mm-hmm. Soul. Like, mm-hmm. When that started, the Sub Redux. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when that started popping off, that was like still early 2000s. two
2: thousands, yeah.
1: And I remember I actually would go from every Tuesday. I would drive, I would ride with a bunch of people from DC to Philly mm-hmm. to go to the Black Lily and come back at like six in the morning, mm-hmm. knowing that we had to be at work at nine and ten, mm-hmm. all hurt up. But you know, we would always get a show. You never knew who was gonna roll through, like. Quest was always on the drums and mm. the Jazzy Fat Nassies And then when Floor Tree was fresh off the, the boat, mm-hmm. they, the first night they did the Lily, we were there for that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that was a time that we actually saw these people go from local to star. Yeah. Or, you know, because mm. looking back, looking back, like, I didn't actually start shooting for real, for real until like. Two thousand seven. Mm, okay. And even then, it was still kind of like, oh, I have access to these these, these shows because mm-hmm. the concert promoter I was working with, and I was like, oh, and I didn't know how to work a camera. I I didn't. I'm self-taught. I asked. I used to ask people, hey, hey, can I borrow your camera? I just want to use your camera. Can I use your camera, please? How did go? then
0: they let you just.
1: No, <laughs> well,
0: I mean I knew them. Okay, okay, okay. I'm about to say, okay that, that Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. on people like,
0: hey, I don't know you. I, you amen. Know. Look, look, you look. You just said you rolled with Donna Davis. You never oh, know. Okay. You never. That's true. You never know.
1: Well, no, there was two friends. One actually was a friend of Donna's. Uh, his name was Jeffrey, mm-hmm. and then uh, another one was a friend of mine named Kim. So it was more so me asking Kim mm-hmm. if I could use her camera, mm-hmm. and then when I asked, I was like, "Yeah." She goes, "Yeah, here you go. Don't let nothing happen to it." So it was like somebody's child you got to take care of, and I would ask like, "Can you teach me?" They're like, "You want to learn? You gonna learn it? You figure it out."
0: Okay. <laughs> Wh- when when though did you feel as though, like, yo, I might I might I might have some here? Like, when did it hit you? Like, this is something that that you love and you like felt like you compelled to do? Because I know that feeling. Like When did that hit you, consciously?
1: 2011. So there was um, a gentleman, uh, his name's Gerald Watson, mm-hmm. and he now does um, uh, Shilin' Jazz with DJ Two-Tone Jones. But mm-hmm. for that, he was doing this thing called Document the Fresh. And he asked me to join uh, two other women in a group exhibition and it was the first time I ever showed any of my work to anybody really. Um I was shooting for like Centric, which is which is a BT company, which is now BET her. It would do so many different name changes. But um I did the show and out the gate I know I sold I sold like three G's worth of prints. Mm. And that was my first time showing, and my my prints were, mad low. <laughs> like yeah,
0: mad you too. didn't know. It's a, it's like you didn't know,
2: I'm like yeah,
1: right. And, and but you know, I, even when I was doing that, I always wanted my work to be affordable mm-hmm. for the everyday working person that may not want to go to IKEA and get the same, uh, what. Audrey Hepburn, or the same cityscape, city print of Brooklyn.
0: Ansel Adams, you know? or some shit. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I was
1: like, oh, I, I can get, I can get something original from an artist of an artist that I love. It's not gonna beat me in the head too much, mm-hmm. but that that was it. Still not gonna beat you in the head, but you might not get those two thousand eleven prices now. Mm-hmm. But that's when I realized I was like, wait a minute, I may actually be onto something here. Mm-hmm. And then it always, I always was able to photograph my favorite people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the Roots and Lenny Kravitz and you know Jill and New Edition. So, I was like, wow. The and these were things I wanted to do when I was a kid, kinda mm-hmm. like when my my mother took me to my first concert, which was um, the Jacksons' Victory Tour.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, and then two ah. weeks after that, she, two I think like two weeks after that or something, or a week after, she took me to see New Edition. Mm. So, and I was like around maybe, it was like 84, 80, maybe like, I was eight? Mm. Yeah, I was about eight-ish or something like that. Mm. And so I always wanted to capture that moment, like that feeling with the lights and the crowd. And the, it just, it, it always excited me. I was like, oh, I never want this feeling to go away. And mm-hmm. then... My mom always had Polaroid, Polaroid cameras. Well, that's what she started off with, and I would always just like use the film. And you know, Polaroids back then weren't cheap. They ain't cheap now either. Hmm. But and um, yeah, I just kind of merged my two loves of music because I've always loved music. Because mm-hmm. she used to always play it in the house, and she used to take me to the record stores on weekends. and Anyway. But I always I merged the two since I can't play an instrument. I made the camera my instrument. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to, to answer that in the short form, yes, 2011.
0: <laughs> okay. So I'm I'm gonna sidestep because you actually led into two different questions that I had in my my head. So I'm gonna sidestep or whatever. I'm take the, the 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 actual one that's kind of out of the way. Um, that was um we go back some years. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pausing for dramatically dramatic effect uh, if you go back some years um you used to literally like digging crates for vinyl uh for uh you know a well-known and light and loved dj uh to help him cultivate his sound right yeah. um so this is where you began to be able to like feel comfortable around people who are considered to be famous folks is, is is that where it kind of began for you no okay because like 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 the, I'm gonna ask you there's a follow-up to that so the okay so when did that start because like you 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 have to have to be to do the, what you do you have to have a level of comfort and you got to be able to find a way to be you know accessible but at the same time they have to feel accessible as well right so
1: well, for me, um, it was I met my first celebrity when I was like a little oh. Okay, sorry. That was a loud ding. <laughs> I met my first celebrity um at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And I'm so young that it's it's a really funny but weird story that I'm not gonna get to, but it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um But as I got older, I used to always, like, go to these, like, in stores and things like that. So I met them, like, for a quick second. Mm -hmm. But I also understood that they were human, you know? Mm -hmm. They're just like me. And I'm not going to, like, yell and scream and fangirl, even though I'm probably fangirling like hell on the inside. Mm -hmm. And I just treat them with respect. Mm -hmm. And, like, hey, look, I know you're going to have some off days because you're human. I'm gonna try not to take anything personally and I'm just gonna be my best authentic self around you. Mm-hmm. Some people now I've met some people and I was like nervous as hell, but I'm not gonna show it. I'm not gonna show you, I'm nervous. So
2: Yeah.
0: And the reason why I was asking that is because it's like there, you you have this. Um and again, for those who are listening, uh, if you go to sneakshot.net and you you check out Vic's work. You'll see what I'm talking about as we, as I go through this interview, but there is an intimacy that's in your photos. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It makes there's a difference between I would say I'm, I'm 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 meandering now, but there's a difference I think between somebody who's taking a picture because they're trying to capture, uh, you know, um, they, they they're trying to just take a photo, and then somebody who's trying to capture a moment in time. You know what I mean and sometimes when you capture it now you're taking different considerations in. you're taking in where's the light coming from how does the light illuminate in my subject and my backlight in them and the front light in them there are all these considerations I pay attention to when you when you when I look at your photos I'm looking at these things uh because as somebody who is um um who is as an artist who sometimes suffers from imposter syndrome which is really weird to say, even at this stage of my life, but it's true. No,
2: no, it's, I do too. Yeah,
0: yeah. So as somebody, I you know, I don't just look at art and appreciate it or listen to it and appreciate it. Like I'm capable of like doing a lot of the stuff that I consume. So when it talks about listening to hip hop or whatever, I'm able to write and record hip hop and do a good job of it. When I listen to poetry, I'm able to do that. When I do look at photography, I'm able to do that. So I'm seeing it. I'm like, okay, so like right here, blah, blah, blah. And then, then, okay, she got a signature right here that she kind of does right here. But what I noticed, though, is there's a level of intimacy that makes it feel like it's just that artist sometimes. You know what I mean? And just I, I noticed that for you to get close like that or whatever, there has to be like some level of comfort. Right, because it's not just—it's not always just you, like in a venue taking the pictures. Sometimes, you—you're with that artist. That—that that artist is allowing you access that maybe the other people don't get. So these are people that are that black folks tend to say these are our people, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like Dave Chappelle, I don't—it doesn't seem like somebody who's just like—he seems like a really cool guy, but it seems like also a very private person. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't seem like just anybody just run up on him. Like he's like, like, okay, like he would rather like if he's by himself, he wanted to keep it that way. So I feel like there's an interesting dynamic there in terms of being able to capture somebody, but also give them their space and intimacy and all that stuff. So, so I was curious how that worked for you, how you were able to navigate that.
1: Well, for me, I mean, um a lot of these situations, it's <laughs> it's not as much as as the the intimacy part like there are some moments where yeah i may work with an artist and yes i have that access or sometimes it's i'm working with a company or something and i have some access and i you know i i know for the most part most of the people that are, i i photograph or have photographed not that i know them personally but i know enough about them to know how they react to certain things. So I know what boundaries to set up and I will allow them to let me in instead of me trying to bogart. Cause it's really weird. So, um, couple of years back, I was doing a roots picnic and, you know, I was shooting for the production team. So I had the access Mm -hmm. and, you know, there's still some areas that was kind of like, yeah, yeah, I don't really want to hassle, have the hassle of going over there and dealing with whatever, whatever. And even when, like, there was an area where everyone was backstage or, or in some vicinity, I didn't want to rip out my camera and start taking pictures of them while they talking to their people. Mm-hmm. Because I, I feel that the camera can be an intrusive object. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes you got to know like, nah, this person may not want to take photos today or you you don't want them taking pictures of them hugging up on some lady when you're like, oh, wait, that person that person might be married. That person married! Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, we don't want no pictures of this.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, it's, I kind of gauge the situation mm-hmm. and see, you know, how much how far I can go. Mm-hmm. But still, like I say, be respectable and polite. Like, Case in point, uh it was roots picnic. I use the roots picnic a lot because eh, it's the easiest one to use um roots picnic, I can't remember what year it was, but it was prodigy was still alive, mm. and it was the last roots picnic that mob Deep did, and mm-hmm. it was like part of the j period mixtape and um, I was in the backstage just walking. I was trying to rush to the bathroom, I think, and I saw Prodigy, and my brain was like. Yo, ask him if you can get a portrait of him. Cause, you know, just something simple. Cause I was testing portraits out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, he's he was a short guy, but you know, still a little. <laughs> you don't know, you gotta approach this person right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was just like, hey, excuse me, hi, you know. Um I was all basically I was all weirded out and he was mad cool, like mm-hmm. all the way cool. Mm-hmm. So I posted the, eventually I posted a picture on Instagram. He loved the picture. He reposted the picture. He gave me credit for the picture. Mm. Which is credit awesome. is very nice.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Cause I had one horrible situation with an artist that basically cursed me out because I asked him to give me credit for a picture that they posted of mine on their social media. Interesting. That's why we like that person too. Huh? You probably like this artist too.
0: Oh well, we'll talk. We'll talk off the interview then. Now, now I'm curious. <laughs> I, 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 I'll cut that part out. Yeah, I, I'm just curious now. Uh, had you not said that, I would have let that rock. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is the part, you know, where I get to put a little bit of a batter in your back. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, be prepared to be like, you know, hopefully, like, you know, flattered a little bit. So, in my observation. Of your 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 photos, your the the uh, photography that you uh, put up, I have noticed this weird thing. So, it feels like in looking at some of your shots, it's particularly like when you the people are in their elements. So when people are performing, like if I did not know Anderson Pack from a hole in the wall. Mm-hmm. Like the pictures of you, there's like this aura around him. Like he does funk, like that's a funky dude right there. Because so the way he's captured, like like you had like a really cool joint of uh, Thundercat. You posted a few of them for his birthday not too long ago. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I said, yeah. But you could you could feel uh, it's like it's like you know it's it's a, a weird way that you like use like environment and like the way you the, the angle and the capture you, you capture like an aura of the artist. Mm-hmm. really dope pics of Eric Do you have with like it's like a like a backlight halo you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying so it's just like is this something i i i have to believe for me that is it's a conscious thing but like is it something that was at one point unconscious is it conscious i can't assume well i, I can't assume but i should ask is what i'm saying so is this, is this a conscious thing that you do or it just happens no
1: it sometimes just happens so I grew up looking at a bunch of magazines. Um, right on
0: you know, word up. I'm yeah,
1: sorry. we all looked at right on word up. I mess with. They you. didn't. No, I'm, I'm, I mean that, that, I would go every every whatever time they came out and uh-huh. right on. But you know those magazines basically just showed you the artists, not them in a performing element for the most part. And so the magazines that got me was like Rolling Stone, Cream, like all the the white magazines, because mm. they showed they showed what I loved. I mean, I love looking at Jodeci standing beside each other, or I love looking at New Edition standing beside each other, but I'm like, I really like seeing how the spotlight hit maybe Tina Turner, mm-hmm. you know, when the stage is completely black, but you know Ike and them back there, but all your focus is mm. Tina. So... Those things kind of fueled my photography. It's funny, I looked back not that long ago on some of my earlier work, and, <laughs> and I looked and I was like, what the hell was I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, I was looking at angles. I was like, why is everything tilted at a weird angle? So some of the things that I see in my work now,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I, there was a little glimpse of some of it back then.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But basically, I just kind of... If I know the artist, it works. Sometimes I study the artist. So one time I shot uh, Jay Z. Mm. That uh, which one? It was the Magna Carter tour, and I remembered. I was like, "Oh, this is my first time shooting him. I love Jay Z. I, I don't know what hand he holds the mic in, because mm. mind you, I'm in a pit. And usually with the pit photos, you got first three songs. Sometimes, sometimes it's less. Mm. Um. So, I usually study the artist and kind of see, you know, what they do. Do they do they always, like, look over their left shoulder? Do they usually go on one end of the stage? Because, for the most part, they usually kind of do the same thing, it, you know. So, and you know what happens? I study them sometimes, and I get there, and I freaking forget what hand. I'll be like, oh, I forgot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wing it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just wing it. But I know what I, once I see their lighting, I know what I want to capture once I see it. Like I see it, and I'm like, okay, this is what I want. Now that Erica one you were talking about, mm-hmm. that was a mistake. Okay, that was a that it was a great mistake mm-hmm. because the light was very light when it hit her, and I was like, oh, I know I didn't get this shot. And then when I saw it, I was like, holy shit!
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I never, I didn't, I've never edited like that photo's not edited. That's just how it was captured.
0: Mm-hmm hey man, like, you know, that's that's how we got going. Parks, man, through like, you know, just a, like, you know, universal mistake. You know what I'm saying? He had shot an entire roll of film that one last film he took and he blew it up, showed his glory of Vanderbilt and the rest is history. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? It literally changed like the way like 20th century media went because you know, he was like, you know, I know when about Melvin Van Peebles being like the father of the black exploitation movement, but one person Gordon. was before him. Gordon was before him by a couple of years. Uh, with the learning tree. So uh, yeah, it's it, it's it, it's funny how things work out like that. You know, like I, I had a similar thing, and of course, I am not comparing myself to the great Gordon Parks, but I um, uh, had a photography assignment in fall of '97 and i decided to go to the capitol cuz the homie land said this is a place that she liked to go back before people gated it up or whatever you can walk up on it anybody can go up there and i had never really just been down at the capitol before it's one of those things when you live in the area you don't appreciate yeah, you don't none there. of the local stuff you know yeah. what i'm saying none of it it's like mad new yorkers have never been inside the statue of liberty and have no yeah. intention of going
1: and they never will
0: yeah and they never will so um but I, I went up to it and I got this one picture of a dome, and I I laid on my back. And this again, you have to stay really still. We got to hold your breath, and I held the I held I held the uh, the f stop. I mean the um, the the shutter open for about six seconds, not breathing, super still. And when I got that picture and I saw that one, and I'm telling you that picture, I had to cut it funny. I had to really work to cut it because it's the last one on the reel of, of film. So mm-hmm. like that one was like it was a little it's like a little hard to get get on the machine so I could take the picture of it just right but when I got it and I saw the level of grain on that picture I said like, oh yeah this right here this is an a right here I knew it I knew I had it. I was like yeah this one right here this one this because my my photography teacher to this day Mr. Uh, Professor uh, Kennedy is the best B I ever got you know what I'm saying? I I had to work for for that B. Like there are a lot of professors that if you knew how to like work them or whatever, you can kind of get whatever grade you want out of them, whatever. But that wasn't Professor Kennedy. He he demanded a certain standard, and I figured out very early, like okay, all right, cool. So that became a challenge, you know. So, but
1: see now you thank him for that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean it, it doesn't. I'm I I I'm stupid because I'm a Virgo and that you know I believe in perfectionism <laughs> and stuff like that. And so I still have that streak where I sometimes, especially when it comes to artistry, I seek perfection or whatever. And sometimes you got to let it be, and sometimes you can tinker with it. But yeah, that that also helped as well. But yeah, ah, that I, I get it. Like so, it's just sometimes like you can plan for it or whatever, but sometimes things just line up and and they oh, come Monkey
1: out. Monkey Ranger is going through. Okay, so case in point, <laughs> this is going to sound like all I do is shoot roots picnics.
0: So I know, I, I know we're we're gonna go through we're gonna go through the litany of artists in a second. Don't worry about it. We're we're gonna allow you to clean this up and all this roots talk. But honestly, this 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 ironically doesn't sound too different from from you know you know 1999. If you want to be real, you know what I'm saying. When I used to go from like the Best Buy over to you know yeah yeah. So this this doesn't so, sound too different.
1: It, it didn't see some things never change. Yeah. So I was shooting this Roots picnic at Bryant Park in New York. And this was the one where they had D'Angelo, right? Mm -hmm. I think it was like right after his uh, (laughs) Apollo? Wait, no. It was before Punk. Anyway. Mm -hmm. And I'm prepared. You know, I got my long lens because it's a festival, so I know I'm not going to be like super close. I'm going to need the lens. I I get to one of the the main stage. I kid you not, this stage literally was 20 feet high in the air. Mm-hmm. I'm 5'3. Mm-hmm. This stage was literally literally 20 feet in the air. Mm-hmm. And I had to shoot up. Mm-hmm. And if they if the artist decided to move to the middle of the stage, there you can, was no vantage
0: no point. Yeah. I
1: had nothing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was one of the most I was not mentally prepared for that. And I was like, I have to keep this in mind. I'm like going all the way over to the end to try to get a different vantage point. And it was like one of the most hardest things I had to shoot. And I cursed every artist out that decided they want to dip back in the middle of the stage. Because I was like, nobody can see you. Dip mm-hmm. back after the fourth song. Please. <laughs> John Mayer was like, I'm going to play in the middle of this. No, no. You play to the edge.
0: Your body's wandering.
1: Exactly. Your body, body, make bring that body to the edge of the stage, please, <laughs> sir. <Yeah.
0: laughs> I, I I legit like you know before he did like the the country album like if John John Mayer put out an album I was buying it. Say what you want to say that that, that dude put out some good music in my opinion.
2: Well, no,
1: I'm a John Mayer fan.
0: Yeah. I Well, I, 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 I know. Look, look, you know some people that look like us. Don't. It's not cool to say that. I'm just saying it with my chest that like you know you know Continuum. At me. That was a dope album.
1: Well, one, he's one, like, I went to see him at, um, Verizon, no, I'm taking it back. I went to go see him at the MCI Center. <laughs>
0: like, the that? original phone booth. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. AKA the Verizon Center, AKA Capital One
0: Arena. But you know how it is, like, you know, it was, it's like Wild World, then it's Adventure World. And then it's Six Flags. Six Flags. And before Six. that, it was before Wild World or something else. I, I'm just too young to remember what that was. But it was no, something before Wild is, World.
1: I never even went to any of them. I didn't go when it was Wild World, mm-hmm. when it was Adventure World, and I still haven't been at Six Flags.
0: Oh, but, you're not missing nothing though. So that's cool. I heard. Yeah, yeah. Heard. So like the, it, in this area is King's Dominion. It's, it's pretty much. I, I, yeah. Yeah.
1: Basically. So the John Mayer show, like one of the one of the best parts of his show, he broke it up in different acts. Mm-hmm. And the best part was when he did the John Mayer trio
2: mm-hmm.
1: with uh, Pino Palladino and Steve Jordan on drums, that mm. was amazing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Amazing. And I couldn't shoot any of it because it's past three songs. Mm. <laughs> that's when the iPhone comes into play. <laughs> so break
0: break down the pit, break down the pit because like this is something I have not, you know, as I'm, I, that's not my world. So you say you got like the first three song break down how this, how, how this works.
1: Well, it, it, different venues have different things. Mm-hmm. So I'll use Verizon since we were talking about that. Mm-hmm. So, photographers come and they're on assignment from whatever publication or newspaper, or whatever they're on. Mm-hmm. They meet the media liaison at some really random place on the side of the media entrance on the side of the building inside of a stairwell, mm-hmm. and you wait. And then, when it's time for the first artist to come on, because some artists you can't shoot them, or only certain photographers can shoot them. Like, mm-hmm. So it gets really weird. Mm-hmm. So, with John Mayer, all right. So, all the people that's going in to shoot John Mayer, the um, liaison walks us through the venue because we don't get, if we don't have tickets to the show, you can't see the show. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed in the venue.
2: Okay. That makes well, sense. On the,
1: on the floor. So, when it's that time, they walk you in and they put you in front of the stage. You mm-hmm. know where the barrier is, and then there's like a space where there's where they pull people out or where they have the you know security staff, security or whatever. Mm-hmm. That is the photo pit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, so uh, for John Mayer, it was at the front of the stage. For Jay Z, it was like on the second floor of the arena on the handicap on a handicap landing. And that was for his the 444 tour. Okay. So at Verizon Center, they pull you in and pull you out. At like, um, I'm trying to think of another place, like uh, the Anthem. Mm-hmm. The Anthem 9:30 Club. You you know you get a ticket. You go in. They still immediately Azon leads you to the pit unless you know where the pit is. You've been there and you just you shoot your first three songs or you shoot your Two songs. Sometimes things happen. They tell you you're gonna get three, and you end up with one.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So you're in the pit usually with somewhere between, I would say, four and eighteen twenty photographers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And you got to remember. So if you're in a if at a, at a festival, if you're in the pit with like twelve people, ten people, whatever you got to be mindful of your space, their space. And you know, you're trying to get a shot that's different from theirs. Cause you're going to, everyone's going to have something similar mm-hmm. unless you do something different. Mm-hmm. So that that's the pit. It's, it's a lovely place. And sometimes a very stressful place Yeah, I had, I've been spoiled a couple of times where I got to shoot a show all by myself
2: mm-hmm.
1: entire show. Okay. Oh, I'm not gonna say who it is because you probably already figured it out.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So I mean, I, I named I I named Thundercat, named Anderson Pack, I named uh, Eric Badu. You said Jill. who's some other who's some other artists that you 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 you've gotten some photos of? Like go go down a resume a little bit.
1: Uh, Miguel, he's one of my favorites.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Still. Um, who? Seal.
0: or oh, seal? I thought you yeah. said Phil. I was like, huh?
1: Who's Phil? Okay. I don't know
0: Phil. I don't know but... Phil either. I was like, I was like, I was like <laughs> okay, now I got to pretend like I know who Phil is. All right.
1: Um. Who else? Uh, Raphael Sadiq. Mm-hmm. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Iggy Pop. Uh, Missy Elliott. Uh, was The late Sharon Jones. Um. Rock Marciano, Duck Down, uh the Boot Camp Click. Oh yeah, uh, I know who that is. Um uh, hip hop, of course you do.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, just you know, I-, I used to be a big boot camp fan for I I bought the Angels of Death album. I don't know why.
1: Cause you were a big <laughs>
0: <laughs> basically. You really- and like you-, you you go Black Moon, Smith and Weston, or Coco Brothers, and then like yeah. Helter Skelter, eh, and you can do OGC. But after that, stop.
2: But, but wait
1: now <laughs> do you really no when you said the the Coco brothers i was like who oh right that's the yeah no one calls them that
0: yeah i know i know that's why i said i had, I had like i had to put it in the caveat because there's a whole lawsuit thing you know yeah uh, yeah but like yeah it's smith and wesson for us but yeah
1: uh who else let's see billy eilish um lizzo
0: what do we think of billy eilish like like i have i say i've listened to i've seen some she has very like striking videos and i think she has a very interesting voice i have not like my boy told me and this is why i'm, I'm going to give her a full listen i just have to have the like the space when you get introduced to certain artists you want to have like your head on right when you listen to it because it'll impact how you listen to them moving forward but he said like Porter head he mentioned Porter's head in his, his explanation. And once he said that, I was like, okay, you you talking the ground for me. <laughs> I can I so. can
1: see that a little bit, but you also have to remember that Billy is a shit, she's she's young. She's like nine maybe like nineteen. So she's
0: She's a little older than that now, by by now, isn't she? She's is she she's like, only nineteen now.
1: I don't think she's I know she's not. Wow, because
0: she's been around 20. for a few years now. She's been around for like le- at least two years now, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think she's. Um,
0: I mean, Fiona was what sixteen? Okay, Fiona yeah. was sixteen but, when she came out with title and that album. Whoa! Well,
1: so and Billy, she recorded something when she was thirteen, and so when I photographed her show, I was like, all right, she's cool. She's really innovative and, and talented, and I was like, all right. But then I watched her documentary. I gave her two hours and 20 minutes of my life. And it was so important. It made me like her even more.
0: What documentary is this?
1: So she has this thing on Apple Music. I think it's called The World is Blurry or something. I can't remember. But it just came out. I'm going to check it but, out. I'm going to check it out.
0: Because if it's on Apple Music, that means I, I can probably like look at it. So I'm going to check it out.
1: Yeah. yeah, It's really, really... It, it, it shows you like, she has, she comes from a two-parent household. It's just her and her brother. Yeah, she loves bedroom.
2: her brother,
1: yeah. She loves some Phineas. Yeah. Phineas loves her back. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and it's, it's, it shows her, you know, it shows her as a, a teenager, as a child, you know. She suffers from depression. She has Tourette's. She... Did not know that.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. she, um... And she was in love with Justin Bieber. So, mm-hmm. it's it just it's it, it
0: just like oh so she, not 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 100% on everything but she she sounds like she's got a lot of interesting things whatever yeah okay she's a child and
1: children like I'm being
0: it. funny I'm being funny like it's You're... it's easy to bash just I don't have a no problem with it, except when he like he's like use racial slurs and thinks it's funny but go ahead
1: oh. <laughs> well you know there's a lot of that going around, but that's a whole other story.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. no doubt. So, but no
1: doubt. I've, I've shot a lot of people, and I usually try, to, you know, I listen to a lot of different genres, and I love a lot of different genres. So, I mean, I've shot Loretta Lynn.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll be I, I over to country. Mm-hmm. You know, I really would love to photograph um Dolly Parton. Like, mm-hmm. that would be awesome. Um, And then, you know, sometimes I pick up on smaller artists, or like, I would go to South by Southwest, and discover new people there, kind of fall into old stuff. Yeah, but who 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 who
0: who at South by Southwest did you perhaps take some pictures of and then like you know like a couple years later that they're like like oh shit that's I took a picture of them when they were
1: let's see. There were a few of those. There was Anna wise Mm -hmm. um uh you know you're familiar with Anna? I'm not She sang on, she well, she was in this group called Sunny Moon, and then she was singing on a few, I think, Kendrick Lamar songs.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I think I went to Pimp a Butterfly, I think that's
2: okay.
1: Um, and then you know, there was I got Early Odd Future,
0: okay,
1: even though we all knew they were a force to be reckoned with in their own right, anyway. But yeah, I mean, there's some other people that I have that I kind of look back, but I've shot so many different things. Between 2011 Mm -hmm. to 2000 now, like sometimes I forget. Like one day I looked at a picture online, and I kid you not, and I was like, "Yo, that is a dope picture of Grace Jones." I wait. Oh, I took that. Oh, oh,
0: that's mine. (laughs) That's ill when you can. You know what? There, there's somebody who. So I was I was hanging out with some poets one night and this this cat did a couple lines. I was like, yo, that was dope. Who did that? He's like, you. <laughs> so I was like, oh that's <laughs> like, oh, like like it word, true. Yeah, I, yeah, Cause I forget my shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? I think partially because I have so much hip hop randomly stuffed into my brain pan. Uh it, it's not funny. Like some people might know one or two songs and they're good with that. Like I have so many random bars just in my head that like people will have a conversation and then like that will trigger a song for me. Yep. Uh, So I, I think that, that, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah obviously we can talk about music for quite some time. Uh, cause that's actually how we made our bond and all that stuff. And I good to see has it's changed. Hercules. Yes. <laughs> Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Uh, so, um, the question I want to ask, because I'm, I'm going to start uh, wrapping this up, um, before I get... So, we're going to do, like, a little flashback. I'm starting a new thing called Lightning Round, because, like, uh, I listened to Jamel Hill's uh, um, un, Unapologetic, and... Uh, excuse me, not, not Unapologetic, I'm sorry, Unbothered podcast, and she has this or that, so I had to do my own thing. So, I'm going to have a Lightning Round. You're going to be the first person on the Lightning Round. Awesome. Uh, all right, but... um. And it's tailored to you. But um, I have one like real legit question. When is the coffee table book coming?
1: Oh, man.
0: I know I'm not the first person to ask that question either.
1: No, you're not the first person to ask. You are like literally the 12th person to ask recently. Mm-hmm. And by recently, I mean within a few months span.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And the answer to that question is, I don't know. Like part of me doesn't want to do one, and part of me does. But I
0: really need you to do one because I, I I want to have a signed one from you, and I want <laughs> to put that shit out. So when people look at it, like oh word, this is dope. I'm like yeah, I know them. It's, it's, it's no, it's it's different. It's different when you get it, it's different when you can appreciate something because it's dope, and you can also appreciate something because it's dope, and you also know the person who created that dope shit. It just feels better. You know and I'm saying, oh, yeah. which is why you can talk about at the Roots picnic cuz like you've been you've been rocking with them for so long. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, like, you know, it makes sense. I right? mean, Okay.
1: So I will say that I'd have, you know, I've gone back and forth like yes, no, no, heck no. Now you're no? doing
0: it. You're doing it. You got to do it. You got to
1: Well, hold on. Um I I have kind of talked to someone about helping me possibly lay something out
2: mm-hmm
1: that's all i'm saying there's no it's gonna be this date it's gonna be that date it's gonna be whenever i just decide to go okay you know i got some money and let's 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 figure this out mm-hmm. but you know i i had somebody else ask me recently that it might push it along a little further with their
2: assistance so
0: I mean I can I can I can I can I can dust some things off if you need some assistance with layout.
2: <laughs> you know what I'm
0: saying? Like you if, gonna... if if it'll help push you along a little bit, you know, I can I can I can collaborate in in the in the layout department, you know. You can let me know. Ain't nothing Man. but some some styles and, and some, you know, paragraph and character styles, you know. that ain't nothing.
1: Yeah, but the, the hard part is on me going through <laughs> All of my stuff, and honestly, I'm going to tell you, to be really honest, this th- that is possibly where part of my imposter syndrome starts to kick in, right there. Mm. And tell me about it. I mean, it's just like you know, I'm like, who am I? What am I doing this? No, no, I don't need to do nobody. I, uh, nobody wants to see this. Nobody. What? Why, why? Nope. And that's literally how it is in my head. Mm-hmm. It sounds crazy, but that's how it is. And then you know, I start talking one moment i'll go okay well maybe and then another time i'm talking myself out of it because it's like yo i felt like i have too many pictures of Too, i got a lot of pictures of a uh, black thought mm-hmm. but i'm like yo i got a lot of pictures of black thought through the years i had some stuff on film when i was in the front not really just snapping pictures because i was happy because i was there and i wanted to capture the moment mm-hmm. not literally like trying to you know, do anything just mm. being a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was like, No, I got too many pictures of this person. And then I was like, well, No, no, those are chapters of a book, Dilly. So it's it's this constant back and forth. And I tell people, I understand that they may they may want me to do it, but until I fully want to do it, oh
0: yeah, it has to be that way. It's like you can't but, tell somebody to kick rock and like until the and they're not gonna do it until they're ready,
1: right? Yeah. So. I'm, I will say I am ninety percent and that's way better than what I was I, like, I
0: wow. mean the ninety percent is pretty good yeah that, that's more than I thought you were gonna say so yeah. yeah
1: we're we're at ninety and it's just like you know I know me I will start look I had a publication ask me for ten photos. I picked thirty and was like, I don't know what to tell you I can't choose here y'all choose
0: and how many did they take?
1: Oh, they 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 cursed me out because he was like you made my job harder cuz we only needed 10, you gave me 30 and these are all great and I well,
2: Oh that, that
0: sounds like a, that sounds like 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 a like an awesome thing to have. That's an awesome problem to have.
2: Well, yeah, I
0: guess. You know, like you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I I, I find that interesting. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So, <laughs> What we're fitting to do is we're going going to get ready to let you get on out of here. But before we go, we're going to play this lightning round real quick where I'm going to give you some questions rapid fire. So I'm going to ask you a question and I would encourage you to feel free to elaborate if you feel so inspired. But if not, it's fine. But I want to just run through these questions. I don't want you to take too long to think about it. Just, Just go what comes to you. Okay. All right. All right. What is your favorite camera or camera accessory?
1: Favorite camera is my Nikon D750. Okay.
0: You don't have a while. Oh, you don't have to. I'm just like yeah. This
1: is mine, and I love it. Okay. No. Um, <laughs>
0: that's that's totally legit. What? Okay, yeah, we're gonna leave it at that. That's totally <laughs> legit. <laughs> okay, what recording artist or artist sonically embodies your visual artistry the best?
1: Ooh. Ooh. Mm. Well, I'm not okay. All
0: right, artist. Okay, so Miguel. <laughs> okay, you gotta give me the why though.
1: Um, Visually, with Miguel. okay, so Miguel is an interesting story, and he's a story. So, I hope you got a little time. That's cool. So, Miguel, um, first caught my eye like when he He, he came out before he came out with that All I Want Is You song. Mm-hmm. He came out a couple of years before that, but it, it wasn't the right time. He had on like big baggy clothing and a fitted and a too big fitted, and that is mm-hmm. not right. But <laughs> when he came, when he came back out, um, he opened up for Mary J. Blige uh in Elder Barge at um Merryweather Post Pavilion. And I had the opportunity to meet him and he was so personable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, if you meet an artist that seems very genuine mm-hmm. and about you know who they are and what they want to do, you know, you kind of want them to win. You become a little chilly, like, oh mm-hmm. I want you to win. Mm-hmm. And it just seemed like from that moment. Every time I saw Miguel, he ascended. Like I was like, okay, he's coming into himself. His his stage, his stage plot was better than the first time I saw him. With Mary, it was just nothing. Mm-hmm. By the time I saw him when he opened up for Usher, he had this whole big light show. He was opened up for Usher at the Verizon Center. And then the next time I saw him again, he was at the Howard Theater, just himself. But this visual was just amazing Mm -hmm. and how he put it together and then watching him as each album came out how he came into himself and you know his some by the time we got to uh what's that new uh was he he was kaleidoscope dream wow wild heart he started to take a little turn a little bit like okay he's he got everybody into thinking like, okay, I'm Mr. Suit and Time suit and booted. Now, now I'm, I'm a sexy I'm, man. Right. Now he's like, look, I'm out here.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> getting? And then by the time we got to warm leisure, it's like, oh, who are you? Oh, okay. You just just out there. Your your mind have expanded. You got some new weed or some 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 shroom, whatever you're doing. You know, I just felt I loved his growth. And it inspired me every time I would photograph him because I'm like, yo, he's dope. I want to get the best shots of this dude. Mm-hmm. And the best shots of, the best shots for other people wasn't my concern. It was what I liked. So, I, the, Miguel.
2: Okay.
0: Favorite Roots LP and why?
1: Oh, things fall apart.
2: Okay. It's okay. All right.
1: Well Why Those people? I just okay. So all their albums are pretty much a concept album, but I just felt that at that time that just spoke to me, like every song, like uh, "Dynamite," uh, "Next Movement," "Like Touch This Elephant," "Dynamite,"
2: <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: like all of it. You know, dynamite. um, uh, uh, that was my that was my moment. Like th- mm. that album. It was just it was just so awesome. Like some really cool, like I was on the street team. So it's more personal personal mm-hmm. for me. Like everybody's like, yo, I love Illidolph Half-Life. Illidolf Half-Life is not my favorite. Mm-hmm. Now I have some two favorite songs on there, but it's it's for me, it's uh things fall apart.
0: What's your favorite root song?
1: Oh really? Come on.
0: Um, I'm uh, I, I asked you that for Like sometimes you open the door, I gotta walk
1: through. Yeah, but you
0: know what? That's the, I don't have this one. Okay, I know I have one. Which is what? very I have I have a favorite Ruth song. Just one. And I and I can, no, no. Come on, you know. Come on. What what are we doing here? Yeah, I'm just What making- what are we doing here right now? <laughs> like seriously? I have one that is at the top of the mountain for me.
1: Okay, and what song is
0: that? Silent treatment. Really? Yeah. I'm going to tell okay. you why.
2: You had
0: a queen named Amina. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Caramel complexion, body like heaven. Uh, <laughs> nah. So, I was in my freshman year when I heard that song. That's mm-hmm. the first time I, I. I, I, funny enough, I had heard people talking about the roots and I was I didn't know who they were talking about. But like, yeah, I heard root people talk about the roots and then not really perform their own stuff, they perform other people's stuff and people, da da, da da So I'm like, okay, I don't know what this is. So my my man across the hall from me was playing. Um, that's back when I was were the thing. We had the, the, the bass, you know, what I'm saying? you know what I'm talking about. The I was, yeah, so he's playing like, and the song I heard playing was Silent Treatment and it was on the hook. I'm like, yo, who was this? It's like it's the roots, and that was the first root song I heard. Or whatever, and that put that that put me on the journey. But like that also touched the core of me because when when I tell you that's the type of poetry that I used to write around that time, yeah, uh, that 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 was the move for me. So like, yeah, that that, that it connected with me on multiple levels. Okay. But like, yeah, that like I'm not saying that's the best root song. I'm just saying for me, that's personally my favorite okay. root song. You know what I'm saying? Now, like we can go into, you know what I'm saying, collabos, like like, you know, with the you know it's it's, it's a lot because they got some their body work is fucking ridiculous.
1: My okay, so that's yeah, I can't really there's so many, like I can't, yeah, I never literally I never so many. personally could never that like narrow it down, but I would say, then this is going to be sound horrible, but I, I can't say that I have a favorite Roots song, mm. but I can say I've seen the Roots a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of times. Mm. And it was so bad. I saw the Roots so much at one point that I knew the entire live stage show. I knew thoughts ad-libs for a live show.
0: That's crazy because I mean, that that was actually frustrating me because, one, I've seen The Roots, I want to say, four times. I want to say I've never seen him do a full joint of silent treatment. I've heard it on like when they're on The Roots Live joint where he goes into it, whatever. But a lot of times he'll go into it, whatever, and then it'll transition to something else. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, you know, thought is also good. I think probably because they perform so much and as an artist, you want to hear the same shit all the time. So, he, he, he'll change his cadence up a lot. So, it's almost like, damn, if you don't know the words, you can't keep up. It's the same words, but he like, you know, it's like, Yeah. Telling me, to tell it, I'm telling us making it hot. It's, that's not how he does it on the song. So, if you're not familiar with the words for real, for real, you can't keep yourself. So, like, yeah, I, yeah I, I like this. It's like it's like trying to sing along with Bilal, period. <laughs> because Bilal's going off script. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just, it's like... Ladies and gentlemen, you can't see uh, Vic's face or whatever, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah, so there's that. Okay. All right. So, um, got that question out the way. I think I know the answer to this because you, okay. it, but I'm going to ask anyway who's your favorite person or subject to shoot?
1: Oh, man. I have more than one. Like,
0: got to choose.
1: Just one?
2: Yeah. Oh
1: man. Oh uh what do you have no? The... See, this is hard because there's so many people. I know. not just But there's all many different people for different reasons. Mm-hmm. There's not just one. I'm I'm going to say there's not just one. Okay. So
0: all right, people. well like just just give me the first one that came to your mind. That's fair. <laughs> give me the first one that came to your mind.
1: Miguel.
0: <laughs> Miguel. That's what I thought you were going to say Who came to mind after Miguel? Uh, Who's the next person who came to mind after Miguel?
1: Van Hunt. Okay. All right. And that's more recent. Okay.
0: Okay. All right. Who are the biggest gets on your list that you haven't shot yet? Hmm. Speaking to existence.
1: Uh, Beyonce. Beyonce, mm-hmm. we love me just because. Um, Rolling Stones. Um
0: to hurry up with that. Keith Richards be going in and out, man. Of, <laughs> you gotta hurry up with that one.
1: Look, man, they all fossils. Yeah. Um Yeah. Th- th- I th- this is gonna sound really strange. So a lot of the people that I actually would like to have captured are no longer with us. That's fine. Um, that was so actually like, gonna. Who,
2: who like did who Jimmy did you miss? Hen-
1: like Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Uh, like with, like Oh. Um, like Jim Morrison, like okay. Doors. Um.
0: I thought you were gonna say something but like I'm, Nipsey. But
1: I, I got Nipsey.
0: You got? I, I was hoping you got Nipsey. Yeah, you going you gonna I mean, have
1: it's to. Not, it wasn't the way that I wanted. But mm-hmm. I got. I, I got. I did get a chance to. Uh, photographs of him during Broccoli City Fest here. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, and honestly, I really wish I could have shot Jodeci. Like Jodeci is up. He's like
0: they're not that, doing. They're not looking good these days. Whoa, well, 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 Casey know, and I JoJo specifically.
1: No, 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 no. They look better. They, Kay, well, Casey has strokes. Casey I didn't, know that. Strokes. I didn't yeah, know that. I didn't, but I didn't know. But he's that. he's okay now. He's singing for Jesus, and you know his teeth right. He look good now. He look all right. JoJo, you know, JoJo got his mouth fixed. He's doing other things. Um, Dalvin just put out a single not that long ago, Mm -hmm. a few months back. The one I honestly really want to sit down and shoot, I would love to do portraits of Devontae. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt that he was, like, so talented as a producer. Mm -hmm. Like, he was ill. Mm -hmm. Like, the Al Green stuff, the stuff he did with Al Green, I found out, like, back in 2010 he did a, a gospel, produced some gospel joints for a gospel group.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I, not the Mighty Clouds of Joy. I can't remember who it was, but it was like, he produced stuff and Sadiq produced stuff for, for the group and I listened to it and I was like, yo, this is okay. So, is not, not
0: you, Ali, but. you mentioned Pharrell and Raphael Sadiq. Now, people talk about Pharrell being a vampire, but the real vampire that nobody's been talking about is Raphael Sadiq. Is that dude? They're,
1: they're both vampires. See, Sadiq is the older vampire, but Pharrell is like, Literally right behind him.
0: Like Raphael you know. Sadiq has been around for a minute and he looks fundamentally the same. It's 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 it's, look- it's it's wild because I'm talking about from like hey little walter.
1: Yeah, yeah, all the way up until To
0: Lucy Jimmy. Pearl <laughs> to he now, like, up. dude, like what is up with your regiment? And the, the, you're a rock star. And I know, I know Rafael be getting it in. Cause like, yeah, I I know like 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 how do you do this, sir? How do you balance this? Like, you know, yeah, like you like
1: know, he he it's all about those juices and berries.
0: Okay. <laughs> Must be. Must be. Okay. So um that being said, if I say sneak shot or sneak shot photography, what do you want people to know, think, or feel?
1: Feel the moment. Just even if you weren't there. Hopefully, you look at my work and be like, "Yo, I feel like I was there." I just want you to feel what you see. Okay, that's all.
0: If I say Victoria Ford, what do you want people to know, think, and feel?
1: Gravity five by eight from OK players still in the house. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It, yeah, that's it. Yo, we done. All right, man. I appreciate you, Vic. I like it's like, look, like when I tell you, ladies and gentlemen, I have not talked to this lady like in, in, for an extended period of time in years, and it feels like time has not passed. That and that's the beautiful thing about just being black in this world. You know what I'm saying? Find ways to connect, and like, you know those connections don't ever really fade. So I appreciate you uh, finding time. It took a while to get you on, on this podcast, or whatever. But I'm so glad I got you. Uh, before you get out of here. Anything that you want to plug, you know, anywhere you're gonna be, anywhere people can find you, let them know so they can they can blow you up.
1: Uh, well, uh, let's see. Later, it, well, no, I have an exhibit opening in May, uh, May eighth. Uh, it's called Buckshot. So mm-hmm. it's um, it's a uh, collaborative uh exhibit with myself, which is Sneakshot, mm-hmm. and a gentleman named a uh, local artist named Buck. Mm-hmm. so buck is a painter uh and what we're but you'll see what we cook up,
2: we'll mm-hmm. we cook up. okay
1: so that's going to be at the art of noise gallery on uh 821 Upshur, mm-hmm. Upshur street up northwest mm-hmm. you know up george avenue mm-hmm. um and more information about that will be coming soon and um you can find me on all those socials I'm on Facebook, you know, Facebook, Sneak Shot Photography is real long. You're going to type it in. But if you type and hum real fast, you'll go by Uh, Instagram is my handle is Sneak Shot Photography. And on Twitter, which I'm not there a lot, but I have it. It's a sneak photo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sneak Shot Photo. See, I'm on there enough. I forgot it's Sneak Shot Photo. But the best place to catch me would be Instagram.
0: Okay. And the website?
1: Oh yeah, I do have one on. See, I got yeah. so caught up in social media. Yeah. My website is uh, www. I think that was three Ws. So Let's try that again: www.sneakshot.net, not .com, but .net.
0: Yeah, .com, you might find some else like you. Yeah, you might. You yeah, might yeah, find yeah. some
1: sneakers though. I used to
2: be a sneakerhead.
0: I, I was gonna be. I was gonna make it into like like a. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another type of shot involves money.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. money
0: shot. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, didn't, I haven't gone to the dot com. I, I found you on dot net and that's what I was looking for. So, again, Vic, I appreciate you. Um, it's, it's great talking with you. We need to stay in contact more often. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, I appreciate you. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for your time, your energy, and your love for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Of course, you know how to find us. Uh, until next time, Uh, we out. So, yeah, yeah. Stay blessed, stay woke. One. Peace. This podcast was created exclusively for Flash Black Radio a subsidiary of Mdira LLC. This podcast was produced and edited by Lee Bennett III. And the super dope intro and outro music is provided by Willis Miles Jr. of OJ Miles Music. You can check him out on SoundCloud.